Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where Jordana pointed out while we were off the air that Quoth has been naked this whole time. So make sure that you adjust your mental image for the previous chapters and the upcoming ones because Quoth spends the entire visit to Faye absolutely uh, Donald Duck in it. This is chapter 98, Faye, page 643, The Lay of Felurian. A long moment passed before I regained enough of my composure to look up. There was a hesitancy in the air, as if we were young lovers who didn't know what was expected of us next, who didn't know what parts we were supposed to play. I picked up my lute and brought it close to my chest. The motion was instinctive, like clutching a wounded hand. I struck a chord out of habit, then made it minor, so the lute seemed to be saying, Sad. Without thinking or looking up, I began to play one of the songs I had written in the months after my parents died. It was called Sitting by the Water Remembering. My fingers strummed sorrow into the evening air. It was several minutes before I realized what I was doing, and several more before I stopped. I wasn't done with the song. I don't know if it really has an ending. I felt better, not good by any means, but better, less empty. My music always helped. As long as I had my music, no burden was ever too heavy to bear. I looked up and saw tears on Felurian's face. It made me less ashamed of my own. I also felt myself wanting her. The emotion was damped by the ache in my chest, but that touch of desire focused my attention on my most immediate concern. Survival. Escape. Felurian seemed to reach a decision and started through the cushions toward me. Moving in a cautious crawl, she stopped several feet away and looked at me. Does my tender poet have a name? Her voice was so gentle it startled me. I opened my mouth to speak, then stopped. I thought of the moon, caught by her own name, and a thousand fairy stories I had heard as a child. If you believed Elodin, names were the bones of the world. I hesitated for about the end of the page. My name's Nick. You can have that one for free. I'm Jordana. <laughs> it's Jeremy's turn. I already introduced myself. Hmm. Well, I'm, I know I'm hesitating to give the listeners my name, but I guess you gave it for me. That's right. Plus, you've given it uh, like 1,500 times before. Like so, every page. Yeah. <laughs> so so. Uh, the, the, first, the first detail that kind of calls to me, Quoth starts playing a song in the kind of this, the aftermath of this confrontation, he starts playing a song called sitting by the water remembering. And he says, I wasn't done with the song. I don't know if it really has an ending. And I kind of feel like Foth is still playing this song because it's, if we are to take as read Nick's postulation, uh, that the songs that he plays that represent kind of like ideas, the songs that he starts playing in the woods after his parents die, if those are him entering a naming state and representing like a true thing about the world, well, then Quoth is still remembering, right? He's still like looking back into the past and feeling sad about it. So I don't think he can write an ending to that song until he dies. Or until he somehow figures out how to not remember things. Ah, perhaps the door of forgetfulness. Is there... Is this the only time he strikes the lute and makes it say sad? I feel like he's done this before. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right that he has done it before, but I'm damned if I can call to mind specifically when. Although I do think he does it, again, when he is in the forest after losing his parents. 
That would make sense based on what we're reading. Also, I know that the reason this chapter is called the Lay of Felurian is because it's like the Lay of Cersavian. It's like the song. But it's also kind of funny. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you did do that. <laughs> well, and he does it again. I'm pretty sure it is. The, the double entendre is intentional. I, I feel certain. There's another double entendre on this page, but now I have to find it. Well, you interrupt when you do find it, but before okay. that happens, Felurian is also weeping. And I think it's because she, when she made Quoth relive his trauma, she experienced it too. I think I made that argument on that page that she was like rifling through his mind to find out why he was fighting her, fighting back. And I think this is her first experience of understanding what it is like to be victimized in that way. And I think that she is empathizing with him. I don't think she is, you know, I think she is in some sense, kind of a solipsistic creature because she is alone and because she is unique, but I don't think that makes her incapable of empathy. And I think that in this moment, she is empathizing with Quoth and his loss. I like that read. I don't know that I'm like sold on it, but I do like it. Also, I found the thing. Do tell. So, uh, Closer to the beginning of the page, it says, um, who didn't know what parts we were supposed to play. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, it, yeah, I can yeah. see that. You, you know, you know what I mean, right? The parts. <laughs> the parts you're playing. I, the part you're supposed to play is the skin flute. Come on, people. <laughs> Gross. I remember what I wanted to say, um, that Quoth experiences a loss as profound or the most profound loss since losing his parents. And he does the same thing he did back when he had that loss, which he goes off and he plays the feeling uh, as a song. I think that it's, yeah, um, you know, maybe it's like, it's a coping mechanism or it's all he can think to do. Or like, this is what he has to do when he encounters that loss is he has to process it by turning it into music. I um I, I appreciate this from like an artist's perspective because like drawing is my safe place also. Like I used to bring, I actually still bring a sketchbook with me almost everywhere I go because it helps me relax when I'm anxious mm. to just like have it and to draw shit. And like this feels very much like that, but for music. Mm. And I like it. It's verisimilitudinous. It is verisimilitudinous. Excellent. Glad I'm using that word correctly. I mean, that's a made-up word, so I don't think you can use it incorrectly. It's not made up. All that's words are made up. It's, it's not made up. Word. It's a Aren't real all word. Words made up? Verisimilitude is real. Therefore, things that are possessed of verisimilitude are verisimilitudinous. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Sure. Uh, it's not real until it's in the Oxford English Dictionary. Okay, um, challenge accepted. But... Cracks knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that is the fondest goal of any podcast, surely, to get a made up word of yours into the OED. It only took The Simpsons like fifteen years. Um, so, I Nick, I really, I think you're really onto something there. That this is meant to directly mirror the the loss that he felt when his parents died. And I think we are meant to see this as like, and Quoth pretty much tells her like, this is what he does when he's that sad. So that could also be what Felurian is, is empathizing with, not necessarily the pain that she, that she made him relive, but this fresh pain that he's feeling from finding naming and then losing it. 
Okay, Jeremy. It's not in Oxford, but it is. It does have entrance uh, entries on yourdictionary.com, uh, Wiktionary, the Free Dictionary, uh, Definitions.net, Freethesaurus.com, and uh, Wordnick.com. So uh, not quite the Oxford, but I'd say all the second tier dictionaries uh have it so ah yes all, all the inferior dictionaries <laughs> you know all the people's dictionaries How do you feel about Webster? none of this hoity-toity elite dictionary these are the dictionaries of the proletariat yeah that's why they're bad <laughs> you need someone to gatekeep what words are words and what words aren't <laughs> that's like the point of a dictionary <laughs> as for webster's jordana webster's is the refuge of scoundrels and liars oh now I feel like an idiot. I totally used an article from Webster's to show my, my, uh, my, I was trying to explain the singular they to my relatives. And I was, they're like, this is a newfangled thing. And I'm like, actually the word they has been used as a singular thing for a long time. And here's an article from Webster's about the, the singular they. And then they they also were like, Webster's is shit. <laughs> and I was like, Jordana, I beg you not to take anything I just said seriously. I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> well, they also didn't like Webster's. So. Yeah, and don't take anything they say seriously yeah, either. The only Webster I take seriously <laughs> yeah, like, is Spider-Man. Exactly. Oh, so good. <laughs> That's right. But uh, Jordana, if it's any consolation, I don't feel like you could have possibly won that argument. I don't feel like your yeah, the other side of that no, uh, debate I were. I can open. try. Yes. <laughs> However, there is one way you could still use Webster's Dictionary to win that argument. Oh, oh! I could hit them in the head and throw them down a flight of stairs. That's, That's right. right. Trained you well. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> if ever I become a violent person, I'm blaming you too. And there's only thousands of hours of podcasts to prove that we slowly indoctrinated you into our violent ways. <laughs> this has actually been a project to Manchurian candidate Jordana. <laughs> it's all just a, a complex series of programming and uh, code words. What's that CIA project, Jeremy? Okay. Um, the mind control one? MKUltra? Yeah, we're MKUltraing Jordana by doing a podcast. That's right. And we're MKUltraing all of you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> that's right listener prepare yourselves for the activation on the date until then continue living your lives as if things are normal that's right should we talk about our vacation again let's read a letter first and then we can talk about our vacation okay okay is verisimilitudinous our trigger word like is that the activation phrase <laughs> uh, if i told you i'd have to kill you mm. this letter is from steve from the uk who writes Hey guys, I'm not sure how others have responded, but in response to your call to arms on episode 627, A Full Moony, about the phases of the moon. I'm sure one of the poems we hear explains this. To summarize, with a full moon, man can freely roam around the fey realm. I'm assuming sometimes accidentally. A wise man fears a night with no moon because fey creatures can take you into the fey realm against your will. I'd love to prove references, but I don't have my book to hand. I'm sorry. I think the gang have slipped slash are slipping into the fey accidentally. I'd like to take this further and say that the waystones are the gates to the fae, and you have to be close to a fae stone slash waystone to slip into the fae, but that's another pot. Hope this helps slash stirs the pot. Signed, Steve from UK. I love it. I agree too. I think that the stories have the hints to the way uh, the fae works. Uh, I think that all every time we hear, we see a story in its entirety, 
uh, it's uh, deeply important because it's teaching us something about magic. I, yeah, I, I feel like that's uh, that's part of the the shtick of this book, I think, because it is so much a book about what in stories is true and what isn't uh, and how to tell the difference or if you can tell the difference or if it even matters. I think that's uh, that's the sort of thing one should pay attention to. Indeed. So be it. Well, uh, we'll pay attention to... Oh, yeah, you want to talk about our vacation, Jordana? Well, I don't want to talk about it. I want you to talk about it. Well, uh, as Jordana alluded to, we're going on vacation after this chapter. Or no, after the next chapter. Once we're done chapter 99, uh, which will be several pages. Uh, page 654 is our last page. So we're looking at, uh, you know, uh, a week or so. I don't want to count the number of pages because I'm very tired and lazy. But after uh, chapter 99, before chapter 100, we'll be taking a brief break and returning September 1st. That's right. Patreon episodes will still go up in the midst of that hiatus. And we have a couple of fun ideas for Patreon episodes to, to carry us through until we return. Uh, and we will be back refreshed and ready to... Uh, continue our trek through this uh, this doorstopper of a book, this book that you could, if you so wish, and I'm not saying you should, but you could uh, bludgeon an annoying family member to death with it if they said something you didn't like. Much to consider. And we will consider doing something similar on tomorrow's page of the wind. Attention, cohort Capricorn, verisimilitude. Repeat, verisimilitude.